With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So your initial reaction, Bix, we've got plenty of time to Mm. kind of do a deep dive into this and play all the reactions and all the lead up to this. But what's your immediate reaction? Well, I was out last night. I was um, involved with a presentation night for school footy. And so I sort of left reasonably early and then came back after the decision and sort of when I walked through the door, uh, my wife said, oh, did you hear about the Maynard decision? And I thought, oh, I was, I was thinking it was going to be a suspension. That was my initial thought. And she said he got off. And I thought, oh, okay. I was a little bit surprised if I'm being truthful. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, I like seeking your counsel on a lot of these things because you're very balanced and you're not really outrageous when it comes to your opinion. So... Um, leading up to what happened last night, I was thinking he was going to get off or he was going to get three weeks. It's one or the other. Mm. I originally thought what would happen is that he would probably get three weeks and then it would go through an appeals process and then that would be downgraded to about one. Because Mm. normally, and what we've seen this year is, um, when it goes to the tribunal, we just prepare for appeals and I thought we would have been waiting until probably mid next week to find out what was going on. Mm. Um, so I was a little bit surprised and I was just scrolling through social media and, um, it was a bizarre night because you mentioned as well that, that Jack Martin had his reduced as well. Yeah, so Jack Martin was suspended for two weeks initially. It was rated as high contact contact, and to the head and, sorry, high impact, I should say. Uh, apologies. His was downgraded to medium impact. And that surprised me because he literally just came in, huge swinging arm, mm. collected Blakey on the jaw. He was down on one knee, Blakey. He had to go off. He, he went down, did the concussion test. So he spent 20 minutes on the sideline. And we're saying that's medium impact. So that's one part of it. The other part of it is one of the things that um, that counted against uh, Shane McAdam when he bumped Jacob Ware was Ware went off and came straight back on. I did pass the concussion test as well. But his was rated high because it had the potential to cause serious injury. I would have thought swinging your arm around and collecting someone on the jaw, even though it doesn't break their jaw, it still has huge potential to cause injury. So I just don't understand why we're downgrading these things um, when when it's yeah, – I think it's, it's, it's more good luck than good management that he didn't break someone's jaw and potentially put them out for six weeks and, and finish their, their season off. So it's just – once again, I just feel like there's opportunities where we need to be saying this is not where we want to be in our game. As we said, there's plenty of time to talk about this too. We want to uh, hear from the Collingwood Football Club, their reaction, the Melbourne Football Club, and uh, thanks to More Team Group Fleet, seven massive brands. We want to hear from you, our number one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Good morning, Edge. What's your initial reaction? I was gobsmacked when he got off, guys. Uh, Jonas gets three weeks for a perfect tackle and getting the free kick of holding the ball. We're talking about protecting the head. The guy gets concussed, gets taken off on a stretcher. Now, yeah, okay, it was an accident, but he still hit him in the head. How can you let someone get off 
that hit someone in the head when they're talking about concussion all year. Raish has had concussions in the past. And if the AFL do not appeal this, there is some Victoria bias because that is unbelievable. Mm. I agree with everything you said, except your last statement. There's some Victoria bias because both teams are Victorian. So if they appeal their Victorian bias, if they don't appeal their Victorian bias, they're Collingwood bias. So that argument is moot, I think, because like I say, it's 50-50. People that don't barrack for Collingwood think that the AFL want Collingwood in the grand final. People that do barrack for Collingwood, if they appeal, they think they've got something against Collingwood because they're, you know... They're Collingwood. So. Ange, we love you calling the show. You go straight into the draw to win the Signet Boost Power Bank. We'll keep your phone, tablets, and uh, earbuds powered 24 7. Pretend to agree with everything that Ange said. There. Yes, I want to ask you about that a little bit later on as to what happens here because I have a feeling it's certainly not over. Um, if you did miss it, David Zeta is one of the hardest working men in football because he basically spends most of his time at the AFL tribunal. Yeah. And He'll be the chairman next year. Doesn't get fed <laughs> and he gives lots of really interesting updates and we love it because it's entertaining at the same time, too. Here's his findings. I'll, uh, I'll give it to you as break, broken down as I can. So he said that we find Maynard's decision to smother the way that he did was reasonable. They were not at all satisfied, the tribunal, that a reasonable player would have foreseen that such violent impact of the type suffered by Brayshaw was either inevitable or even likely. There were many variables in this instance. It is asking a lot of a player to decide in a fraction of a second which various ways to land and which of those ways might result in which type of reportable offence. We find Maynard was not careless in either his decision to smother or the way in which his body formed. We are clearly satisfied Maynard did not engage in the act of bumping Brayshaw. Then the other provision, in order, for, in order for it to be concluded that he engaged in the act of bumping, it would be necessary to find that he formed that intention when in midair at approximately the apex of his leap. We accept the evidence of the biomechanist Professor Cole as being consistent with a common sense viewing of the video evidence. Maynard had no real time to form that intention. So all of those reasons uh, sum up why Braden Maynard has been cleared of rough conduct at the AFL Tribunal. Okay, so we're going to piece all that together. Mm. And what do you think? You are the voice of this show. So please let us know. You can call us if you want to send us a text 0427 154 um, If you're listening on the app, you can just get in touch with us directly with a couple of buttons there. Thanks to Ty Power. The big footy final sale is now on. Just on that, that... That's the first time I've heard that the way it was described. As I said, I was just sort of was relayed and I read a few articles about it. But that to me surprises me that the that the tribunal thought there was no way he could that that he, they thought that it was likely or that it was or that the contact was unreasonable. I I would have thought when when, you, when it comes down as careless, careless isn't about how likely it is. Careless is you did something that had an outcome that that could have happened. And, and it ended up happening. So it's not whether it's reasonable or unreasonable. I, I'm just surprised that that's how the, um, the match review or the, the tribunal have found that because there's lots of instances. And let's say Ange uh, talked about Tom Jonas and some of these tackling decisions, you know, where blokes' heads hit the ground. Some of those, the tackle looks quite reasonable and they couldn't predict that someone's head was going to flop one way and mm. hit the ground. And... And so if you start saying, making those uh, assumptions that the, the player couldn't have reasonably predicted what was going to happen, every player should get off. I feel like if the AFL are serious about concussion and yes, it's it's Angus Brayshaw. So he's, as it was referred to last night as the poster boy 
of um, concussion when it comes to the AFL. If the AFL are serious about it, in my opinion, the AFL should appeal. Um, no matter what happens with the appeal, but they need to be seen to be doing the right thing mm-hmm. to protect the head. And if if nothing comes of that, at least they're showing that they do care. Because I think a lot of people are surprised with the outcome. It, it's very much one or the other. So um, I agree with what Angie Caller said. I think they need to appeal just for the mm. sake of appealing as well. Would, would you agree with that? I would, yeah. And particularly if Laura Kane, who's new in the job, she was happy to put her name to this and say this needs mm. to go directly to the tribunal. Well, it's, it's probably her decision whether it, it's appealed or not. So I would suspect that that's the way it's going to go. 